Uh, hope you're having a great start to your week, a short week ahead of us, January 3rd. So here's a lot of things that we got to talk about. I hope you had a good, good weekend. Last week was um, that, you know, the week we don't even remember <laughs> the, the, or even know what day it is. It's one of those that uh, even here in the office, uh, it was a few people here and there. Some people taking those last bits of vacation before uh, the end of the year comes around. Um, so, yeah, now we're back to work for, for most of us. And I'm actually at the office today. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's funny because I usually do the show from the house. So as soon as I walked in, a few people said, what are you doing here? <laughs> I mean, I still work here, but usually... I'm at home, and I'm sure a lot of people deal with that when uh, you either work a hybrid schedule where you're in the office a little bit and, and not in the office, usually do stuff from home. And, and I usually do stuff from home, and I'll, I'll talk about that uh, a little bit later on this morning. Um, was doing a little bit of remodeling and some things, um, well, didn't go my way. So I'll just... Uh, well, I didn't, didn't go exactly as planned, so I'll talk about that a little bit later on this morning. A few holidays, weird holidays that you might want to celebrate today. It's National Fruitcake Toss Day. So uh, you can toss that around and uh, either throw it away or, you know, use it as a doorstop if you want or one of those um, speed bumps or, or wheel chucks. If you're if you're putting like a trailer in the garage or an RV or even just don't want to want to make sure your car doesn't slide down the driveway, just throw a fruitcake underneath there. It'll stop it for sure. Uh, also, today's chocolate covered cherry day, uh, World Humiliation Day, um, National Drinking Straw Day. Plastic straws are, are really, you know, things that we're kind of getting rid of, um, but... Now we're getting into the silicone and the metal and the reusable and even I've seen glass straws that people have used. But the first straw, a little useless knowledge for you to start the day. The first straw was patented in 1888 and was made out of paper. But archaeologists found evidence of straws dating back 5,000 years. It's believed they were uh, used for drinking beer. You ever drank beer out of a straw? It's a bad idea because, uh, well, I I feel like it gets too foamy, like the, at least beer nowadays. I don't know about beer, you know, 5,000 years ago or even 200 years ago. Drinking through a straw, you get a lot more, but I feel like with beer, it would get a little foamy. So you'd get a lot of just foam and it wouldn't, wouldn't be tasty. Now, drinking wine out of a straw... Really bad idea because you get way too much way too fast. Um, today's also Festival of Sleep Day. Oh, nap time. I'm, I'm all about naps naps and uh, sleeping in general. Uh, Festival of Sleep Day because, uh, well, the it's a good day to sleep. Uh, and being rainy like it is today, even better. Uh, a little useless knowledge about sleep. The longest anyone has ever gone without sleep is just over 11 days. A guy by the name of Randy Gardner uh, pulled this off in 1964 when he was 17 years old. Uh, he was observed by scientists from Stanford University who reported uh, paranoia, hallucinations, and short-term memory loss. And when he was done, 
He slept for 14 hours straight. Wow. Sounds like something out of a, out of a storybook, uh, like a Rip Van Winkle kind of thing. But uh, speaking of books, today is J.R.R. Tolkien Day. Uh, you uh, Worldwide, his birthday is being celebrated. It's when Lord of the Rings fans celebrate their favorite author with a coordinated drink at 9 tonight. So raise a glass to J.R.R. Tolkien, and I think I will be doing that for sure. I feel like I need a pint. I was thinking wine, but I need a pint because, you know, they usually were drinking beer in those books. Um, some other things in the news you might want to know about this morning. Nobody won Friday's Mega Millions lottery jackpot. So tonight's drawing worth $785 million. Lump sum cash payout, $395 million. Uh, some other things in the news. Uh, if you're starting your day with a little bit of breakfast, maybe some cereal. Cinnamon Toast Crunch going to be teaming up with Bugles. And going to hit these uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Bugles will hit the stores in late January. Bugles are coated with, well, Cinnadust and are expected to sell out. I uh, didn't realize that Bugles were still around until mm, the last couple of years. I've noticed they've shown up in stores like Big Lots and places like that where you know, those those are where a lot of products that didn't sell somewhere may go to some of those stores or thrift stores or, um, you know, those overstock places. And I thought Bugles had been done, but now they have they seem to have made a resurgence. I loved Bugles when I was a kid. So I'm glad that those are back, so I'm willing to try these um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Bugles. I feel like you could fill it with milk, a little, little milk shot. And eat it. Delicious. Also, some other things in the news. Uh, did you watch Monday Night Football last night? Crazy things that happened last night. Something I, uh, in my short life of watching sports, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. Um, one of the players, the bright, in the, I believe the first quarter, Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin, uh, he collapsed on the field during Monday Night Football. And and if you look at the video and the initial hit, it wasn't a big hit. Uh, you know, we've seen things like, I mean, first thing that comes to mind is, I, I never watched it live, but seeing the Joe Theismann and LT hit that happened. By the way, I saw LT on um, TV. On, I think it was one of the, one of the games recently. But... That hit where, you know, broken leg or big knee injuries or or huge concussions even earlier this season that happened with Tua Tagovailoa, those moments are, are kind of burned in your memory. The, but last night, the hit itself didn't seem like that big of a hit, but uh, DeMar Hamlin collapsed. He uh, went into cardiac arrest, I think, at one point. Uh, he was administered CPR on the field after he was hurt while tackling Bengals receiver T. Higgins. And they actually postponed the game after that injury. Here's uh, some of the uh, things from the announcers. This is where Joe Burrow is so good. And now another Bills player is down. DeMar Hamlin is the one who was in on that stop on T. Higgins. And then he got up and just went right back down to the ground. 
Well, you can see that the ambulance is out there on the field and they are intensely working on DeMar Hamlin. The entire Bills team is out on the field right now. Several players are down on their knees. Other players are holding hands, praying. You can just see the worried looks uh, on their faces. Yeah, and they postponed the game mainly because uh, the players and, and the coaches just said it's, you know, the players are too traumatized to to continue after seeing their their friend, their teammate, their brother uh, going through what he was going through. They were traumatized by it, so they they all made the decision. Hey, we're we're not getting back on the field right now. We'll we'll postpone this game, whether it's you know tomorrow or later on this week or something like that. Because being one of the last few games of the season, they're certainly uh, they do need to play this game, but they thought, hey, let's let's take a deep breath, let's relax a little bit, let's process what's going on, let's let's go check on our our teammate and make sure he's going to be okay before we get back on the field. But uh, we'll definitely keep you updated on what what's going on with that and what what all happened and transpired during that game. But uh, it only got through about quarter or so so hoping uh thoughts and prayers to him and hoping uh for a speedy recovery with um with what happened and we get more explanation as the days go by on what exactly um happened and hopefully he's uh able to get back out of the field at some point Nonprofit groups if you are part of a area nonprofit, maybe you're the executive director of this nonprofit, or you volunteer for one i would love to hear from you because uh well we have uh, spots available for you to be on Got Something to Say. Feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to chat with you about some of the things that you have going on. Maybe uh, talk about some of the programs that you have as well as um, some of the things that you look forward to in the new year. Maybe you're looking at something as, uh, as, something as simple as, hey, We've got a fundraiser coming up. Or we just want to get the word out about the programs that we offer to the community. Well, you can simply give me a call by uh, just you know 925-WSJM. You can also uh, be a part of the show by um, sending me some info on your uh, computer. Just uh, shoot me an email. Uh, send me a newsletter if you want, 580 East Napier, Benton Harbor. We're there as well. Uh, you can send it that way and then give me some information about your nonprofit and what you have going on because, uh, well, if we, that's why we have got something to say. We get the word out to people in our community. So got something to say brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Um, and we got a lot of great conversations that you can also find at WSJM.com. My guest today is Alexandra from the YMCA of Greater Michiana. Hello, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Johnny? Doing fantastic. Uh, really excited to be chatting with you because uh, this is the time of year where a lot of indoor activities are happening because it, while it is cold outside, there's not quite snow on the ground just yet. But the seasons have changed when it comes to sports and now we're into basketball season. We know a lot of basketball happening from High school all the way to little kids. And you, uh, we're talking about that right now with uh, some youth leagues that you have. Now, these are starting up here pretty soon. Is that right? Yep. They start in January and go through March. Um, registration is happening now. Um, we have leagues available at our Benton Harbor St. Joe branch, our Niles Buchanan branch, and even our South, Bren South Bend branch. 
Okay. So this is uh, this is something that you guys have been doing for quite a while. This is this is not new. So you know what you're doing when it comes to handling all that. Um, and when it comes to this, how does a youth basketball league work? I mean, if I had kids uh, that were going to be a part of this, what are the kids going to learn and be able to do besides, well, play basketball? Are they going to actually learn the skills and all the things and have practices and all those things that they have to go to? They sure will. And we serve kids from kindergarten um, up through sixth grade. So we have something for all of the, all of the youth um, through those grades. And um, yeah, our programs don't just teach the fundamentals of basketball. Um, they, they teach our why character values, um, which include honesty, caring, respect, and responsibility. Um, these are, you know, great things for kids to learn um, that, you know, go along with learning a sport as far as teamwork and confidence and all those other sorts of life skills. Yeah, that's where that sportsmanship aspect of basketball really, I think, the foundation of that. If you start it when they're younger, they'll uh, they'll keep those values all the way through uh, all the sports, not only basketball, but all the other sports activities and really life that they, they go through uh, as they get older. So let's talk about this league. So like you said, kids, small. So you're talking like kindergarten kids. They're, they're not shooting on the 10-foot hoop, right? They're shooting on uh, something a little shorter, I'm sure. <laughs> Yep, and we shorten the courts too, um, so they they have an opportunity to like learn all the different parts of it and just have fun. Um, that's really the most important part about our leagues. Um, those Saturdays are when the games are from January to March, and our YMCA's are just so like a buzz those mornings, and it's just so fun to see the support that all that everyone has for these kids on learning this sport and just getting a chance to be with their peers and have fun. Absolutely, and I'm assuming this is a very popular thing. So parents probably want to sign their kids up uh, sooner rather than later so that they get a spot um, and they get uh, you know on a team and all that, right? Yeah, last year we had over 500 kids participate in our leagues. That's for all our branches, so a little bit less, um, you know, each facility. But um, that's a lot of area kids that are, um, you know, feeling the impact of this amazing program. Let's talk uh, time commitment, because I know parents uh, around this time of year and in the beginning of the year, they tend to be very busy, you know, taking the kids to all kinds of different activities. What's the time commitment? Like, when you know, you mentioned Saturdays for for games mm-hmm. and things, but what about practices and, and other uh, commitments when it comes to being a part of these bath- basketball leagues? Sure. So um, our coaches will schedule a practice during the week for the kids, um, and then they'll have their game on Saturday. So it's basically one practice during the week and and a game on Saturday, um, and that's that goes for you know couple weeks, couple months, and um, then they're done. That's awesome. Now, uh, you you have some new things that are going on this year. And so I guess, should we talk about, you know, what's available at the different locations? Because some of that stuff has, has changed and expanded, right? Yeah. So this year at our Benton Harbor St. Joseph YMCA, we added a third and fourth grade basketball league. Um, so we really wanted to engage that eight to 11 um, age group a little bit more with our activities. Um, and so we decided to add a league for them. And we're really trying to drum up participation for those third and fourth graders. Um, and that league specifically is separated by boys and girls. Okay. Um, so they play on separate teams. But for our younger kids, like our kindergarten and first and second graders, they play on co-ed teams. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, and like you said, I mean, large amount of interest and a lot of kids that are participating in this means, uh, well, you can expand it to, uh, to you know, more age groups and even separate them into boys and girls and be able to do that. So that's really awesome. Um, all right. What are some other things that I should know if I'm, you know, a parent and I'm on the fence still about uh, if this youth basketball league is right for my kid? Um, what's, what's it going to cost me to be a part of this? So the price varies a little bit um, depending on when you register. Um, we have early registration going on right now um, through January 1st. Um, so on New Year's Day, when you're hanging out at home, you can still register for youth basketball at that discounted price. Um, and then from January 2nd to the 10th, um, the price goes up $10. Um, okay. So a little bit re later registration price goes up. And then um, it depends on, there's a little bit more price difference between age and if you're a Y member or not. Uh, y members get discounts on all of our programs. Um, we try to make it a little bit more affordable for members, but we offer um, our programs to the community as well. And everyone is invited to come um, join our programs. That's really awesome. Yeah, this is a, a really great thing that you guys do. Uh, what about coaches? I mean, how many coaches do you have for this? And do you guys need volunteers for, for any of that aspect or assistance or something along those lines when it comes to this youth basketball league? Yeah, we always are looking for more coaches. We have a lot of parents that volunteer um, for their kids' teams and even staff members here at the Y um, like to jump in and participate and sort of get that hands-on experience with the kids. Even if they don't work in a child, you know, development mm -hmm. department, they, you know, like to branch out and sure. um, get involved. And so... Um, yeah, we're always looking for coaches. You can reach out to the Y branch that you're interested in um, coaching at, and we can set you up with, you know, a coaching responsibility or even, you know, we do scoreboards and, you know, wrangling people, you know, those sorts of volunteers are needed as well. And these leagues happen in your St. Joe Benton Harbor uh, location, as well as the Niles Buchanan and as well as down in South Bend too, right? Yep. Yep. We're, we're all over the place doing basketball this, this winter. Yep. That's awesome. I know when I go to the Y, I see uh, the basketball carts always usually fold. No games going on while well, some pickup games and things like that, but it's always great uh, when, uh, you know, fathers and sons or brothers and, and sisters are, are playing basketball and shooting hoops and just having a good time because not only is it fun, it's good for your health, but it's also, uh, you know, it's even better when you make the basket. Uh, that's, yeah. that's, and you win. <laughs> um, but again, these, uh, this information for all of this, this youth basketball league, where's a good place for us to find that? And what can we find when we go to your website? Yeah. So, um, you can go to ymcagm.org slash YBL as a youth basketball league. We even have a link to it on our homepage. So it's pretty easy to find ymcagm.org. Um, there you can find game dates, pricing, um, online registration is available there too for members and the community. And we also offer financial assistance, um, which is a great thing that the YMC as a nonprofit offers mm -hmm. um, to to anyone for our programs and for our memberships. Um, we want to make sure everyone, no matter your financial circumstances, can participate in these programs because they really do, um, you know, develop, you know, the, the youth and, mm -hmm. and support healthy living for our community. 
Absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, like you mentioned, when it comes to that beginning of the year, even, you know, Christmas break's going to be here before you know it. Um, you may be thinking, oh, maybe I should become a member of the YMCA uh, and sign up because uh, that, like you had mentioned, even with this Youth Basketball League and a lot of different programs and, and offerings that you have throughout the year, you get some discounts if you're a member of the YMCA. So it's a pretty good advantage uh, and good benefit to become a member of the Y, right? Absolutely. And January is the perfect time of year to join. We offer a $0 join fee in January. So it's really that there's no excuse not to join because, you know, after, once that join fee is waived, there are no annual fees and no contracts. So um, you can just be a member and pay your monthly fee. And that's all, all there is to it. Fantastic. Good stuff as always uh, happening at the YMCA. Hopefully uh, you fill up all of these leagues and more uh, for youth basketball, but then uh, looking forward to all the other great things that you guys have coming up. But like you mentioned, ymcagm.org to get all the info on youth basketball league, uh, programs and classes, membership, and all the other uh, stuff that the YMCA of Greater Michiana has to offer. But Alexandra, always good to chat with you, and we'll talk to you again soon. And if you want to talk with me about some of the things that you have going on, uh, whether it be uh, your area nonprofit, maybe you've got some programs coming up, whether it's uh, something for the youth or adults or uh, maybe a fundraiser that's coming up. Any of those things would be perfect to be on Got Something to Say. We'd love to chat with you. You can reach out by emailing let's talk at wsjm.com. You can also um, give me a call, 925-WSJM, leave me a voicemail, some information, even send me a letter or newsletter or something like that to 580 East Napier in Benton Harbor. And got something to say, brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you, and you can check out the uh, full conversations at wsjm.com in the podcast section as well. And got something to say, not only plays during the morning show, but also in the afternoon at 530 with news, after news with Andrew Green. So uh, a lot of ways to get the word out in the community. So if you've got something to say, well, feel free to reach out to me and let's make it happen and get the word out to a lot of people in our community. Here's some of the things that people are talking about this morning. Uh, the banned words and phrases for 2023. Lake Superior State University, they do this every year where they come out with a list of words and phrases that we need to just say, nope, not going to use that anymore. And if somebody else is using these words or phrases, I think you you have permission to call them out and say, nope, can't use that anymore. You know, whether it be a work meeting or, or an email or just a casual conversation among friends, you can put a stop to it and say, nope, can't use that word or phrase. Um, so here's some of the ones that are banned for 2023. So starting now, the beginning of the year, if you've used these words or phrases, that's okay. But from now on, from this point forward, you got to stop. Uh, some of those words and phrases include GOAT, the acronym, greatest of all time. Uh, I, I don't think that refers to the actual animal, GOAT, but GOAT. We've been using that a lot because, well, this past year, there's been you know talks of Tom Brady being the GOAT and then also... This back and forth conversation we've had for years about whether or not Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. And then, then other people will argue, well, what about LeBron James or what about Kareem or what about these players? All right, we got to stop using that phrase. 
Another one is inflection point. I guess we can't use that anymore. Quiet quitting is another one. That's one we've seen in headlines quite a lot. And quiet quitting, that's where, um, well, I can't even explain it to you because I'm not supposed to use that word or phrase. So I'll just move on. Gaslighting is another one. Moving forward, <laughs> as I just said a moment ago, moving forward, we got to stop using these words and phrases. But I guess we have to um, use a different term for moving forward. Um, because, yeah, that is a word or phrase that we've we've used a lot. I mean, really, in history, we use that all the time. And it, it's a good, you know, word and phrase to use for, well, anything when we're moving on from something. Um, but I guess we can't use moving forward anymore. Here's one, and this is one I use a lot. Uh, it's just one of my words. Amazing. You know, I use amazing. I use awesome. I call people dude. Quite a lot, <laughs> guy or girl, doesn't matter. I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? Um, that one's not on the list. Dude is not on the list, so I can still use that. But amazing, when I say, you know, I'm talking about something, to describe some, oh, it's amazing. Can't use it anymore. Another uh, thing on the list of the Lake Superior State University list of words and phrases that are banned in 2023. Irregardless, can't use irregardless anymore. Um, we can't use absolutely. Also, uh, this phrase, does that make sense? Can't use that anymore. I never really liked that one because usually you're talking to somebody and you, it almost feels like you're talking down to them when you say, does that make sense? Do you get it? Do you understand what I'm saying? And another one, and this is one a lot of people use, actually had a former manager that would use this all the time. It is what it is. It is what it is. You can't use that phrase anymore. One that I'd like to, to add to that list is, um, well, that's the way we've always done it. That phrase, ah, uh, it just not, not even grinds my gears. It just gives me the this chill up my spine when anybody says, well, that's the way we've always done it. And we know that the past couple years in 2020 even when we say uh well that's the way we've always done it obviously the way we've always done it had to be completely thrown in the trash because we had to do something else so now uh you gotta stop using it is what it is because you gotta <laughs> i can't say it you gotta move forward from that we're moving forward from that, but we're not, we can't say that one either. So uh, any words or phrases you'd like to have people stop using, whether your kids use it or, um, you know, you use it a lot or somebody at work or somebody in your life uses a phrase too much, words or phrase you'd like to get rid of, give me a call, 925-WSJM. That's 925-9756. And also uh, one other phrase uh, that I've used Quite a lot, and I, I, I guess this was an old school terminology. I really, uh, I remember it really well from earlier this year. I did a career pathways day uh, over at Lake Michigan College. Apparently, you can't call commercials commercials anymore because kids these days don't call them commercials; they call them ads. So I asked kids like, "Hey, what's your favorite commercial?" They're like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what a commercial is." So it's words and phrases and terminology that I guess are outdated. But those words and phrases you'd like to get rid of, feel free to give me a call, 
WSJM. You can email let's talk at WSJM.com. Also put this up on our Facebook page as well. A lot of things uh, over the weekend you might have missed, or maybe you did watch them, but you want to uh, erase them from your memory. And that's uh, some of the bowl games that happened over the weekend. You know, on Saturday, a huge game uh, that you not only heard here on WSJM, but also you you probably watched it as well, is the TCU-Michigan game. I know. I was on the edge of my seat, too. Really, really hoping it was all going to happen for, for Michigan, and it... It just, we didn't get there. Uh, some mistakes and some things that ha- that happened during the game that, uh, well, you know, ended up where uh, TCU ended up coming up on top in the end. But, hey, what can you do? It's football. That's why you play the game. You never know what to expect. Uh, and sometimes people get disappointed. And I, I honestly look forward to seeing uh, what TCU can do up against Georgia, but uh, it's been a pretty amazing story to see TCU. uh, And Michigan is a great team and will be a great team next year. Just uh, really hoping as a Michigan fan that instead of uh, being then the, you know, third place, third, fourth place spot, we end up getting to the national championship. So we'll we'll see what ends up happening with that. Uh, A lot of, a lot of questions to be answered, but uh, we do know the national championship game going to happen, I believe, on the 9th. So uh, looking forward to checking that out. But you might have missed this during the game. Uh, uh, Robert Griffin III wasn't there because he had to bail out early. At the end of the third quarter of the game, he heard the news that his wife, uh, Greta Griffin, was in labor. And so RG3 had to bolt. Uh, from his job duties at the and to go uh, be at the side of his wife. Uh, and as we all know, TCU ended up hanging on to win 51-45. So a little disappointing, but was a great game, honestly. Uh, I, I loved watching it and listening to it as well. Uh, I was going to love it even more if there would have been a Michigan victory. But other bowl games you might have missed, um, one football fan made the most of it by getting famous by chugging mayonnaise at the Duke Mayo Bowl. Yes, Duke's Mayo Bowl, one of my favorite of the, all the bowls. One fan from North Carolina State captured the imagination of America by pouring mayo into his mouth in the stands. Yep, the mayo chug. Disgusting, but I will say, you know, if I was to chug any mayonnaise... It would be Duke's mayonnaise because it is my personal favorite. It is one of the best. But I feel like that's, they should have gone even further with that being mayo. The They should have, when the coach won or the team won, they, instead of dumping Gatorade on the coach, they should have dumped mayonnaise. They should have just f- gone full tilt with the whole thing and just said, all right, guys, everything mayonnaise. From the, from the concession stand to the victory uh, to the trophy, you get a bowl of mayonnaise. But they didn't. But we'll, we'll, hopefully, maybe they'll do it again next year. Uh, but a pretty amazing thing. Um, here's one the thing that you might have missed when it comes to sports. The first legal sports bet made in Ohio was done recently by someone who knows a little bit about uh, gambling. And that's Cincinnati Reds legend Pete Rose. He placed a bet on the Reds to win the World Series a team that currently has a 250-to-1 odds to win it all 
in 2023. Now, Rose was famously banned from banned for life uh, back in 1989 for betting on baseball games while he was the manager of the Reds. So now it's a it's a different picture, a uh, different story. So he was able to place that bet legally. Still like to see him um, come back to baseball in some way and the ban be lifted, but. We'll just have to wait and see about that. It seems like it's it's not been lifted yet, but it's kind of been relaxed a little bit uh, as he's been able to be like baseball analyst and they brought him back, uh, not only him, but also the Phillies. Uh, they brought him back to, you know, the fields and to the games. So I feel like before he dies, there's a good chance that ban will be lifted, but we'll just have to wait and see about that. Uh, now, I know we're in the third day of 2023, but is it too early to make these people the parents of the year? We know we've been hearing about all the, the horror stories about uh, what's been going on with Southwest Airlines. One woman even uh, missed her wedding because she wasn't able to get to where she needed to go. And many, many people were uh, frustrated and had to cancel a lot of things. But this one... Is pretty awesome. These these parents were not going to let all the debacles and, and issues with Southwest Airlines to stop them from seeing their daughter. They drove 1,100 miles through a winter storm in Colorado to bring their daughter home for the holidays after her Southwest flight was canceled. Here's Vinay Patel uh, talking about how excited his daughter was to have her parents driving through a snowstorm to bring her back home. We can see the change in her voice when she heard that we are in the city of Denver and 15 minutes away from her. You can feel the excitement of her voice. Pretty amazing story. Definitely finalists uh, for parents of the year and father of the year uh, in my book. So pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Now, uh, a lot of things that people are talking about this morning, especially as we're into 2023 now and you're officially Probably most of you uh, back to work. You're uh, now really starting the new year. Maybe you had a New Year's resolution. I'm not really one to have a New Year's resolution, but I can get on board with this one. Uh, how much water have you been drinking? Not only today, but just uh, on a regular basis. Do you drink a lot of water? Well, you might want to drink more because a new study published in The Lancet uh, looked at how important it is to stay hydrated. And the biggest stat that they found was that middle-aged people are 20% more likely to die early if they don't drink enough water. But here's the second stat that might be even scarier. Before it kills you, being chronically dehydrated makes you 50% more likely to look old. You don't want to look old, do you? You don't want to look older than you actually are. I know I, I must not be drinking enough water because every once in a while people are like, what are you, 40? <laughs> I'm only 35. Uh, so uh, maybe it's because I'm wise beyond my years. Mm, probably not. Uh, but researchers tracked people's health for 25 years and all the patients were over 45 when the study started, and the least hydrated ones were 50% more likely to show signs of early aging, including sunken eyes, sunken cheeks, and even dry skin. They were also more likely to have high cholesterol and high blood pressure 
That's probably why they were 20% more likely to die young or at least younger than the people who drank plenty of water. So if you're staying alive or uh, looking young motivates you, if you're wanting to do either of those things, drink more water. So there's a little motivation for you for uh, 2023. Um, and some other things we want to really look ahead to um, and look forward to in 2023 and, and not too far from now will be uh, Super Bowl 57. It's set for February 12th. We don't know who's going to be playing in it, but we do know who's performing. Rihanna is going to be playing at halftime, and we do know, well, the Bears won't be playing in that. But another thing they have to look forward to is possibly a chance at the uh, the number one pick for the Chicago Bears. It could happen. It also could happen that the Detroit Lions make the playoffs. I'm not going to get my hopes up, but uh, things are looking like a possibility, which is crazy because I think um, four or five weeks ago, uh, the Detroit Lions, their probability of making the playoffs was like 10%. Now, as I was watching football over the weekend, Detroit Lions were in the playoffs. Now they're kind of in, out, in, out um, because of Seattle. So hopefully if Seattle loses and Detroit wins, we'll see what happens uh, because the Detroit Lions are playing the Packers. And that that game got moved to Sunday Night Football. So we get to see that. But uh, Packers have been playing pretty well as as well this weekend. This past weekend, they played against the, the Minnesota Vikings. I know some friends were actually at Lambeau Field for that, so that's pretty amazing. Um, wait, I'm not supposed to say amazing because that's part of the band words uh, from Lake Superior State University. But it was a pretty awesome game uh, and really great for Packers fans because, well, they, they whooped on the Vikings. Um, so we'll see what ends up happening uh, with the playoffs. Um, games happening again this weekend. So last game of the season, I believe. Other things to look forward to in 2023, some new technology. Apple and Samsung both have some phones coming out. Uh, it might be a big year for virtual reality as well. A new MetaQuest 3 headset from Oculus is coming this fall. The PlayStation has a new one, and Apple's supposed to unveil its first VR headset uh, sometime this year. Hmm. I've done the VR headsets like my nieces and nephews. They've got uh, one of those things, and uh, it's weird. But I could see that that's where we're going. Uh, maybe not the huge headset, but at some point, maybe it will just put on a pair of glasses, and it's right there. Or it might be even a contact lens. That's a little far off, but not too far off. Also, uh, other things to look forward to in 2023, a solar eclipse is going to happen on October 14th. Uh, part of Oregon, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas will see the full thing, uh, but everyone else will get a partial eclipse. Uh, what else is happening? Some big movies coming out, Magic Mike's Last Dance. Uh, yeah, I know, ladies, you're looking forward to that one. Also, Ant-Man, there's going to be another one of those. There's going to be another Creed movie, yet another Scream movie, and then the fourth installment of the John Wick series is going to happen. Um, speaking of technology, I saw something that was really cool. Um, a new hypercar that runs on fuel made from plastic. Oh, huh. all right. We got a lot of that. 
I mean, we've been hearing a lot about electric cars, but what about this? An Italian car company, uh, Bertoin, has developed an exotic car that runs on fuel made of plastic waste. Their GB110 is the first high-performance car that will be supplied with fuel made out of plastic waste, as in it runs on garbage, uh, even though it runs on junk. This thing uh, still moves 0 to 60 in 2.79 seconds, and it hits a maximum speed of 236 miles per hour. That is awesome. Uh, but really, you only need to go up to 88 miles per hour with Mr. Fusion. So uh, I don't really know why you need to go up to 236. It seems a little excessive. But I do like the idea of using you know, stuff we already have. Like we got a lot of trash. We got a lot of plastic waste. So be, to be able to get rid of some of that and turn that into fuel now, I'm not sure what the exhaust of that and emissions of that is. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. But pretty cool technology and a lot of things to look forward to in 2023. Hopefully uh, when you get into the office this morning, uh, your coworker's reaction is not like what it was for me when I walked into the office today. That had a few people that said, what are you doing here? Uh, and it wasn't because, uh, you know, I'm not supposed to be here, like I got fired or something like that. No, it's because I usually work from the house um, and work from home and do my my uh, show from the home studio. And then I come into the office, you know, every once in a while. Uh, but today I came in to do the show. And, uh, you know, a few people were a little bit put off by that and, and you know, taken aback when they're like, wait a minute, you're not supposed to be in here and you're supposed to be over there at home. Um, but I forgot to mention this earlier. I'll have to give you more of an update tomorrow as I was doing a, a home improvement project, the first home improvement project of the year. Yesterday, uh, since I had a day off, I decided to rip up all the flooring in my office I had that uh, that vinyl flooring. I didn't really like it. It didn't really go as planned. And so I thought, I'm going carpet. I'm going carpet, tiles, carpet, you know, just the planks that you piece together. And uh, one little snafu happened yesterday or actually over the weekend where one of the, well, was one large section of the room is incomplete because... Well, I didn't do my math correctly, uh, and I didn't have enough. So I, I went to the store, thought, hey, I'll just pick up some more. Well, that store was closed. So I'm going to have to go pick it up today. But I'll give you more of an update as I should have the home studio back up and running tomorrow. And we'll see if we can get Jocelyn on on the show as well. So we can uh, we can talk more and she can explain more. Because uh, I'm not putting all the blame on myself, and I'm not really putting all the blame on her. It was it was both of us. We just couldn't math that day when we went to the store. Uh, so more on that, and uh, I'll have some pictures as well of the updated home studio. But for now, I'm here at the beautiful studios right here on Napier Avenue in Benton Harbor. Uh, you want to go check out MoodyOnTheMarket.com and the Moody on the Market app because we've got a lot of great stories to keep you in the know with what's going on in Southwest Michigan, especially when it comes to business news. We've got our Moody on the Move series, a new one, <clears throat> a new one that you can go check out at MoodyOnTheMarket.com and in the app. 
Uh, also, check out our awards program, like 40 Under 40. I'm proud to be one of the 40 Under 40 uh, recipients. But also check out uh, Best Places to Work in Bold Women of Business and a lot of great stories that will tell you about a lot of things happening in Southwest Michigan. Time for your Moody on the Market update. It's brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS Today, your local auto owners agency in St. Joseph and in Niles. Looking forward to dueling pianos as it returns to the Mendel Center this month. The Symphony, uh, Southwest Michigan Symphony, that is, is inviting you to break up the winter blues by attending dueling pianos, their fundraiser for the Southwest Michigan Symphony Orchestra. It's happening Friday, January 27th. It's a live wire comedy act where the audience gets to participate and be part of the show. No show is the same. You combine two sharp-witted incredibly talented musicians with two pianos on the stage and a room full of people. And the result is a high energy, all requests, sing along, clap along, rock and roll along comedy piano show. Now, if you've never been to one, they're all so much fun. And the musicians are fantastic. The musical repertoire they have is just so vast and so amazing that they can just switch from song to song with no problem. Uh, and so whether you want to hear a country song or a rock song or an R&B song or a show tune, they got it in their back pocket. Now, during the evening of fun, there's going to be not only a lot of great music, but also uh, hors d'oeuvres, light hors d'oeuvres, and a way that you can participate by uh, tipping the piano player more money to have them either stop playing or play a song that you want. And all those proceeds are going to go to the SMSO and go towards their activities and help them further their mission of transforming lives through music. Now, if you want to get your tickets for this, smso.org, or give them a call, 982-4030. You can get all the details on everything you need to know about dueling pianos and a lot of great events happening in Southwest Michigan by checking out moodyonthemarket.com. Your Moody on the Market update brought to you by Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owner's agency in St. Joseph and in Niles.